afternoon, this is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up, a few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. Well, the big news of the week is about life on Venus. You may or may not have heard about the recent paper published by astronomers led by Professor Jane Greaves and a team from the University of Cardiff, amongst others. This paper is the result of analysis from two sets of data gathered in 2017 and 2019, relating to the cloud layer in Venus. So what's all the fuss about? Well, there have been various candidates for harbouring life in our solar system, most notably one of Jupiter's moons, Europa, which looks like it has oceans beneath its surface. Of course, this wouldn't be life as we thought it might be when my parents were small, that is, humanoids building canals and parking cars and shopping centres, but rather some form of reproducing bacteria, microbes, itty-bitty things we couldn't communicate with in any emotional sense. But nevertheless, if we do find life outside of planet Earth, we can safely assume that it is abundant in the universe and therefore that makes it more likely that there will be life that we can have a bry with somewhere else. So Venus is not the first candidate for extraterrestrial life in our solar system. On the surface, it's plenty hot enough to melt lead at 470 degrees Celsius, and the air pressure is a hundred times that on Earth, which is why it's been so difficult to land anything on Venus. The Russians had, I think, seven attempts from 1961 onwards, and it was the Venus 7 lander which eventually managed a few minutes or seconds on the surface, and then managed to communicate something or other back to Earth before being crushed to smithereens. The atmosphere is 96% carbon dioxide, and those clouds, which are somewhat cooler than the surface, rain sulfuric acid. It's a hellish place, which is why they named the goddess of love after it. What was found in the clouds of Venus was 20 parts per billion of a chemical called phosphine, which is normally only found in cases where there is life, to be specific, pond life. It's sometimes the result of anaerobic processes, and in keeping with the rest of Venus, it's quite toxic to humans and apparently can be found in penguin poo, so there'll be plenty down on Boulder's Beach. Now, this chemical phosphine has been detected in the atmospheres of Jupiter and Saturn also, but you would expect them to be there as those planets are rich in hydrogen, because phosphine has one phosphorus and three hydrogen atoms, but Venus not at all and it's got 96 percent carbon dioxide in its atmosphere so where's all this hydrogen coming from so after the scientists cancelled out possible geological or meteorological sources they concluded that either there is something we could call life or some other processes going on which we don't know about or perhaps a lot more volcanic activity than previously thought An interesting question is why we wouldn't already know about this. Since Venus is pretty close and every eight years it's a mere 40 million kilometres away. At the moment, right now, it's more like 144 million, but nevertheless it's not that far in cosmic terms. In the early days of solar system exploration, Russia and the USA divvied up the planets and the Americans got the god of war, Mars, and the Russians drew the short straw with Venus. This is because it proved to be the case that Venus was extremely hazardous and difficult. Well, I mean, all spaces, but Venus is the hottest natural place in our solar system. The atmosphere is incredibly thick and difficult to penetrate. The most sensitive radio astronomy telescope 
Alma, in Chile, was pointed towards Venus and it is partly the data from that instrument that detected the quantities of phosphine in the Venusian clouds. Well, it is curious and now the race is on to send a probe there to find out more. And the current thinking is to send a probe containing a Teflon-coated balloon that can stay in the clouds for some time, gathering data to transmit to an orbiting satellite. We've got about a thousand days to build the thing before the proximity window closes, when it's a mere hop, skip and a jump to Venus, before our orbits tear us apart again. So that's the news on life on Venus. Shame David Bowie isn't around to rename his famous song about life on Mars. And there we have it for now. This is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies. FM.